This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey everybody, this is Phil Town. And this is Danielle Town. And welcome to the Invested Podcast. We're coming to you from Zurich, Switzerland and Atlanta, Georgia. And Danielle, my dear, dear treasured daughter <laughs> and I have been working together on stock investing apart. Uh, working apart together. Working apart like, together. She does her own thing. Like I do so my many own of thing. us. Yeah. Yes, that's true. That's true. And um we don't really collaborate that much on stuff. No, well, we I've been a little out of commission for like two years. Yeah, so I've been a little bit, a little bit rocky. Two that's years the problem. COVID. Long but COVID. What up? Yeah, I think that's why it's fun to to talk now about some specific companies. Yeah. So we just well, we sort of landed on on the Fang stocks, Fangum, Fangum stocks. Fangum now. We have because we got into Netflix. Which is one of them. What is the Fangum? Microsoft. Oh, is this <clears> the has, new the new thing? Fangum. Yeah, it's come it's come back big time with the cloud, <laughs> and it's very competitive. Yes, with Amazon, absolutely. AWS, and cloud. So the as the, we saw in the recent Netflix uh, announcement, that they're yes. going to be exclusively working with Microsoft for yes. ad services. Which was a big surprise because they use Amazon for their cloud services. Right, and they're they're going to be interestingly competitive with that. That'll be that'll yeah. be quite something. I mean, yeah. you, you think about how these Fang stocks are interwoven. I know some of them, right? I mean, Google has this broad net that it casts that includes uh, cloud services. It includes obviously Gmail, Documents. Um, my gosh, the whole Android operating system is Google. Mm -hmm. So three billion mobile phones work work on Google's operating system, which is all the mobile phones in the world except for the ones that are working on Apple's operating <laughs> system, which is fascinating when you think about how how broadly Google is out there. And then you know it, uh, and then you have Amazon, who is massively broad, of course, in all the things that they do including the cloud with AWS, which really came into my attention years and years ago when I was looking seriously at IBM and wondering why IBM wasn't able to move itself mm. successfully to the cloud. And here comes Amazon with AWS and takes a CIA deal away from IBM. That <laughs> was the first shot that I realized, wow, these guys are here to, they're here to, to stay. I wonder what it was about Amazon's cloud that was better than IBM's cloud. And it turns out, of course, it's better in every way. And IBM wasn't even competitive at all in what they could deliver. So mm -hmm. these these companies have really come to dominate, right? Microsoft tried to compete with Google in search. It's got Bing, went nowhere. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, okay, that was <laughs> that didn't go anywhere. 
Google is trying to take Word away from Microsoft and make it irrelevant with its Google Docs. That hasn't worked. We, everyone who does Google Docs eventually sticks it on a Word document somewhere along the line. Some, yeah. Well, mostly. Yeah, and, kind of. <laughs> so you have all these interweavings, and it's fascinating. So if you're not sure what they are, the, the Fangum, Fangum stocks are Facebook, which is meta now. Um, yes. And which is going through some severe sufferings in its stock price. And, Maybe and it's mang. And then the uh, two A's, which are Amazon and Alpha, well, Amazon and Apple. Mm-hmm. And of course, Google has changed its name to Alphabet, so it should be an A as well, but it, it's no fun oh, to say. Oh, you're right. Phantom. We really have two M's and, <laughs> it's a and mess. three A's and a G. <laughs> oh, no, not a G anymore. And an it N. And Phantom. some would argue that the N doesn't even count in the category anymore because it's not an enormous conglomerate controlling all parts of our universe. Which, which one doesn't belong there? Netflix. Netflix, <laughs> which is so dominant, as we said, I mean, in its universe, right? No, but when you com- think about it, like you've got these gigantic, true conglomerates covering disparate areas of the economy that have almost nothing to do with each other except that they're technology and and then and that's true of apple it's true of amazon it's true of microsoft it's true of we should throw out Netflix facebook it just becomes fam <laughs> yeah. well i mean netflix is in there just because it was so valuable and shot up all at the same time. Well, actually, we can't even do fam anymore because Facebook isn't Facebook anymore. It's meta. Right. No, it's like ma. Ma. Or um. Oh, it's very meditative. It is. It's um. Um. Oh. It's the oh. Atman. Oh, my God. Oh, the stock is... market is turning into... The transcendentalist universe. Oh my God! The Atman oh. is the self in Sanskrit. Oh. Um. Listen, for those of you who may not have delved deeply into uh, sort of Hindu culture, there in Sanskrit culture, there's this idea that the opening of the universe started from infinity, which is absolute infinity of nothing, nothingness that moved into a sound ah mm-hmm. the first sound of the universe ah like that which is really quite fun because in the bible it says that in the beginning there was the word and the word was god and that is literally how they see it in hinduism in the beginning was the uh, ah the ah and then that turned into god that then started creating everything so we have two vastly different cultures coming together on some very basic thing there. And the third culture, of course, is the tech stocks, which are... Oh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's just somehow oh. Fang is so catchy. and uh, Apple, Amazon, um, Alphabet, less. Microsoft, Meta. Oh. God. So where should we start? Maybe and the then beginning. at some point, as the universe expands out of the small self, it turns into the big self and starts to come together yet again. Although still being the small self, yeah. all at the same time, which means is the universe going to contract? Well, aka I guess 
are I, the stocks gonna go down oh on the are the stocks going yeah to control? yeah I, i'm still making the extremely strained comparison yes well isn't isn't that the story though where you go ah oh, which is this big opening and then it contracts into a um yeah except actually it's ak ak in sanskrit but so we, can we need a text we can turn that it starts with a k um, <laughs> Well, it could um, be a for one of the almost ohm, which is the sound known in yoga studios over the world over. And I think it's written sometimes like A U M, isn't it? Yeah, it's just you know we yeah turn. It's called transliteration. You turn Sanskrit symbols into yeah. What's our alphabet called? The Roman alphabet. It's so interesting. It's really great friend of mine who you know well, whose name I won't mention here. Um, way back in the '60s decided while he was painting watercolors out in the desert that he should meditate on Om, on Om, like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And he started meditating on Om. And he, of course, he didn't know anything about meditation. He just decided he would figure it out. And he was sitting out in the desert and he would just sit and, and practice this word Om. And he found himself drifting away from life on this planet mm. to a certain degree. Like, like, and he started reading about this um, experience he was having and found that this, this uh, mantra, Om, is, in, well, I don't know if this is true or not, but he believed that it's a monk mantra designed to pull you away from the world. Ah, uh, so as in not appropriate for somebody who's not, not appropriate a monk for and on that what path. would be called a householder, someone yes. who is going to be in the world moving you know with a with a spouse and children and in the world like that um completely inappropriate Mm -hmm. and that that the that the ohm sound is designed by nature somehow to completely have you fail in every way in the world so if you're going to start a business it would fail if you're going to build something it would fail everything will fail driving you more and more into the life of a monk where you simply have a one-to-one connection with infinity. It would help you get there. Yes. And that there are mantras which help householders get their desire. So he found himself just drifting deeper and deeper into silence and not wanting to do anything and everything. And then he went and got different mantras and found himself very active in the world. And so he, he, it's interesting. He sort of lived through that whole thing. Yeah, I've heard that before. And I, in yoga, I I don't know. Of course, I don't know. I don't know if there is a truth or not a truth, but I had heard that as a kid. So So I I had that. I don't know if I would call it a superstition, but I have that idea in my head. Like I've always had that. So I'm thinking offhand, we should change the acronym, though. We should leave it FANG, FANGM, (laughs) which seems very worldly, right? Fangum. That doesn't sound very monk-like. And go away from the uh, Well, so in yoga, because whenever you go to yoga classes, they do, oh, I don't know if it's an American yoga thing. I don't know who started doing that, but somebody did. And now it's like de rigueur in yoga classes. And so I always felt uncomfortable doing that. And so I just, myself, like without you know, being too loud or anything. I just turned it into an ah, 
because that's the sound of the universe. Ah, uh, very good. Opening and then it, and then contracting. Awk. So I like the awk idea. So we need a K. You're right. Yeah. Well, I know what we can get in a K. Oh yeah. If, if you start a marijuana company, <laughs> you could have kilo for your for your symbol. <laughs> and there we go. We have awk. We add. We Wait, add that have you actually looked this company. up? And nobody has kilo. <laughs> I'm sure somebody. Let me. Tell you Somebody's what. gotta have. Somebody's gotta have kilo. <laughs> That's too good. I know. Really, really. <laughs> kilo. Let's see. No, no one has kilo. Oh, Come on. somebody. Where's the courage of the board? <laughs> <laughs> well, at least no one has kilo in that system. Let me see if I've got any others. You guys can tell us if they've got a kilo out there somewhere in the world. That would be pretty funny if it was a marijuana company, though. Let's see. I mean, can you imagine oh, a marijuana no, company going public, though? Ah, there's a Toronto stock that is the Purpose Gold Bullion Fund. Yes. Kilo. Please. I there like that even go. better. There we go. Go Toronto. Go Toronto. Canada has come up with the use for the word kilo. But actually, it's an interesting thing with marijuana companies because they are so like interesting for investors, small private investors and VCs these days in the U.S. Um, but it's an interesting question about what the exit strategy is because I'm not sure I can imagine a marijuana company going public. It's federally illegal to do what they do. So it's a really confusing area and one that certainly has scared off many investors uh, uh, even if they are open to it on a ethical level it's really well, curious you can run out and buy constellation which is STZ. why do i know constellation that's like they do like uh alcohol right they do and yeah. now they also own marijuana company Oh. They bought a Canadian bought a Canadian company that's marijuana. So they're not illegal ah. because they're legal up there. Yeah, yeah. But they're prepping all of the things to bring it down here when they when they go green. It'll happen. Green light. It'll happen. Which probably will happen. It's just you know. too much of a good moneymaker. I know. It's, and don't you think you know, like having drugs be illegal is just this giant waste of resources and police and detectives yeah. and putting people in jail and paying for them all to be in jail when you know probably some of your best entrepreneurs in the inner city are people who have become drug dealers at age 16 i'm thinking jay-z so I know you, you are know, and absolutely jay-z Jay -Z, by the way is the one person my dad has ever heard of who we're very close once was a drug deal a drug dealer and then became successful we were so very close yeah Jay -Z you're very close yeah we had dinner together or lunch it was lunch yeah where i was within approximately 100 yards <laughs> I was only a few chairs away <laughs> watching people stack up outside this restaurant because somebody said he's in there. Wasn't that at my graduation lunch? Yeah, that yeah. was your law school graduation. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. That was funny. So, you know, we're friends, but yeah. I don't talk about it. Um, yeah, I think it's ridiculous and I think it shouldn't be a problem I'd like to see them. I'd like in to modern see them. society back off of some of these things and find ways to deal with the people who can't handle freedom. And mm -hmm. there's a lot of people who can't handle freedom. So society needs to be able to deal with that. I'm thinking someplace in, you know, I don't know, in the desert, build a town and, you know. 
What, like a leper colony style situation? Like, like Escape from New York. What's that? What's this great movie <laughs> where the penal colony was New York City? Oh. Oh, yeah, in the future someplace. Oh, so, like, they put all Escape the criminals on Manhattan? Yeah, they put all the criminals in Manhattan. Okay. <laughs> and it's its own <laughs> criminal society. And Snake, what is this name? It's not Jeff Bridges. It's, uh, oh, shoot. You guys will have to tell us the actor. I've forgotten. But his name is Snake something. It's just a great name. He's the hero. The anti-hero. It's a oh. very anti-hero movie. Okay. So, uh, enough of that. Yeah. I don't, freedom, yes. freedom, tough, tough, tough on people. Freedom. It is. And yet I support it. Yeah, I think so. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouthwatering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So um, let's talk so about some fangs. With the Ock stocks. Uh-huh. Um, or Ock. We're talking Ock. Or if you're really, really brave, you can say um. I'm saying Hope Ock. your life doesn't fall apart. Ock stocks. Ock, okay. And I think the one I would like to do is the current, uh, one of the ahs. I mean, we can talk about Apple. Apple's really simple, actually. I think we've talked about Apple on the show. We have. Not recently, but but, but we have. Let's talk about some of the other ones, which it's hard because, you know, they're complicated, which is why yep. we haven't ever really gotten into this. It's hard. I mean, you can see us with Netflix, like a company that is not a conglomerate, and yet it took us a lot of circles to yeah. talk about we, all the various have, elements. We, we've discussed Apple's moat, which is this ecosystem, and you guys are all aware of that. And they're a very well-run company, and... And uh, we've talked about them. So, and, and they're really not on sale, in my view. They're 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 one of the fangs that hasn't, one of the ox that hasn't gone down much. Um, but Google has gone down. This is Alphabet. And yeah. It's, uh, the stock symbol that I'm looking at is G O O G L. Um, they have gone down a bunch here. Let's see. It might be worth a peek. Because arguably, Google is the best company anyone ever built in history. Fair. Interesting. And I would like to write that down for your expansion in the next episode. Right. And the stock um, was the stock sort of peaked at about 150 and it's down to 113. So it's down about 30% now. The um, interesting thing about Google is that they own YouTube. And YouTube, do. since we just finished talking about another streaming company very different business model to me youtube is the challenger out of left field because it's free i mean they're trying to make people pay now but that's uh, not really going to happen i don't think and um and what i find very interesting about that is they don't release their viewer figures so it's as much of a black hole as netflix is and a lot of really smart investors have been trying to sh- put some light into that into that black hole. And there's a lot of stuff out there of people taking a lot of really educated guesses 
on what YouTube is doing and how much money is coming from YouTube versus the other Google entities. Well, I think they they lay that out in terms of revenue anyway, not not at all in terms of necessarily what what they're going to net out. But YouTube is about ten percent of Google's revenue. Yeah, but they don't talk about viewing. No, they don't have anything about the viewing. So we don't know, you know, how many people. I mean, we see the views like on YouTube itself, but we don't know how many people are flipping through. We don't know. Um, the exact detail, to my knowledge anyway, we don't know the exact details of how the certain ad that you choose to go up well, on we know, your video. We know some minimums. We know, for example, that there's at least 400,000 people on there because that's how many are subscribed to my YouTube channel. 400,000. <laughs> okay. Nice. So Plug that's there. the bottom line. It's the, the, the worst it could be is 400,000. Oh, man. So these guys are, are have a company that's. You want to hear about how they're structured a little bit because I think it's pretty amazing. If you can talk about it in five minutes, yeah. Sure, easy, easy peasy. Cool. Five or ten minutes. So essentially, they've got um, ad revenue, which is sixty-five percent of their revenue, and yeah. they in kind of came up with this genius way of doing ads, and that I didn't understand initially when the company came out, but then we started using them, and I got it, and I started buying Google when it was at, you know, not split adjusted $200 a share. They came public, I think, at about 100 um, So I started buying them a long time ago. And and then I made the mistake of selling them. This is my favorite mistake to make, which I hate doing, but I make a lot of money on something, then I sell it. And it just keeps making money. It's like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Right? So 65% of their revenue is ad revenue. Um, and that's broken out into basically three chunks. The, what, what's called Google Search, which is where you um, get where they get paid from queries that get made by people, and then companies pay them to have their information put up in front of this person. And this is called these are these search. little things we all see right at the yeah. top when you get your results. They say like exactly. a very common result, and then it says an ad. Uh, whatever, paid placement or something like that. Yep. And, and that is, um, you sort of click on, when you click on that ad, Google gets paid and they get paid by the query. And they're, that's about 40% or 45%. It's almost half of their, rev of their revenue that they've got. And then half of their total revenue and a big chunk of the ad revenue. Then they do this other thing that I didn't even realize that they do. It's so clever. They basically go out to companies like, let's say, CNN.com. And if you if you type in CNN.com, what happens is ads will be thrown up by that are aimed at your avatar. So if you bring up CNN.com and I bring up CNN.com at the same time on Google, you'll get a different ad than I will. Yeah, that's what cookies are for. Hmm? That's what cookies are for. Right. That's why every website places cookies on your computer so that it can track you and deliver and you personalized what, ads. Figure out what your avatar is. Avatar meaning the the thing that you're most like that they can define. And they break yeah. they break oh man, it's really amazing when you look at how defined they have broken up human beings. All of these categories. And you'll land oh, yeah. in one or more of them. 
And no, but get, it's not even that. Ass. It's predictive. I mean, there's the famous Target ad that was targeting uh, women who did not even know that they were pregnant yet. And they were getting ads for pregnancy-related products and baby products. And these women had not even tested themselves yet to find out if they were pregnant. Okay. But somehow the Google app algorithm wait, knew wait, that they were already pregnant. Wait a second. Yeah, it's super creepy. You mean creepy. the doctor didn't know and the woman didn't know and no one on the planet knew, knew, knew but yet Google knew. Yeah, exactly. This no, is what I'm saying. Just, this is why this is the subject of many articles about terrifying internet You mean like just searching. like on, what these women are searching for on Google yes. categorizes yes. them as soon to be pregnant. Absolutely. Wow. Yes. Wow. There's but this is from like five or 10 this. years ago. You know, this is not even like recent. I didn't know that. That's oh, cool. yeah. All right. Well, that's highly predictable. But it's cool, so, but it's creepy as all get out. So this is why people like to clear their cookies pretty often because yeah, I see. you don't really well, want Google knowing things about, about you that you don't even know about yourself. I don't mind getting ads thrown at them that are pretty predictable. So any case, the ads targeting on that sort of thing where they just throw up an ad uh, when you go to a website, that is about 11 or 12% of their uh, total revenue. And then YouTube is 10%. So that's there's your 65%. That's two-thirds of what their revenue stream is. And it's all related to advertising. Then there's this little thing, you know, the Google Cloud, which is just coming on. This is an uh, Amazon uh, competitor, a Microsoft competitor, very fast growing, um, not profitable yet, um, but they're just they're spending money as fast as Amazon is spending money to, to be competitive here. And uh, wait, wait, what is it? Hmm? What is it? It's Google Cloud. Oh, cloud. Yeah. Thank you. And so, you know, right now they're about six billion in revenue versus Amazon's 20 billion in revenue. Are you talking about like Drive or like an actual cloud service that's enterprise? No, level? This is a cloud service that they would okay. offer to the CIA or something. Yeah, yeah. Or, or us, if we're building apps that need a cloud service. So that's about 9% of the revenue. Then the one that is just so kind of hidden in plain sight is what's called Google Play. And this is 15% of their revenue. And this is the Android operating system. Like I mentioned, 3 billion mobile phones are on this. Google Chrome. It's all installed automatically every time somebody gets an Android op an Android phone, all of this stuff is already established in. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it comes from, uh, all the revenue comes from purchasing on their app store that, that you can purchase just like on the Apple app store. Yeah. Um, and it's growing fast. It's tripling, it's doubling every two or three years. Big, huge profit margins. And this, of course, competes with Apple iOS. And this is where you get Gmail and Google Drive, Google Docs, Google Maps, all yeah, of these yeah. fabulous products that we use all the time are in the Google Play. And then finally, the last little bit is Google Hardware, which is they're busy acquiring all of these companies that are providing, providing smart home infrastructure. And so, you know, you, you've got a camera on your doorbell and you've got home, like we've got a Google Nest system that's throughout the entire house, right? And it just broadcasts internet everywhere and we are all hooked up to it. Brilliant, 9% there. So this company, in its ad search world, uh, or in the search world, is as close to a monopoly as exists anywhere. And they can't break it up. 
that's the beauty of that whole thing is that at least we don't see any way that they can come in and break up their search. It's just dominant and, and everybody benefits from the fact that it's free um, and being paid for by very clever advertising. And anybody that's got a business wants to use Google advertising because it's so effective and so cheap mm -hmm. and so targeted compared to other forms of advertising. So this is, this is a really brilliant, brilliant company. And um, yeah, so there you go. There's a summary. Love it. See? So next time, let's talk about what's happening. What's the All event? Right. Well, yeah, what's happening is the price is down 30%. And yes, the question but is, let's where talk should about why. Why is it down 30%? Why is it down? Hmm. All right, we'll get into that for right now. Time to go play. Go study okay. your Google. And the we'll Googs. Yeah, Google, Google. <laughs> See Thanks, Have everybody. Bye. Hi, guys. Thanks for listening to Invested. If you enjoyed this episode and you want more information or to listen to additional episodes, visit our website at investedpodcast.com and sign up for my virtual workshop right there. Spots are definitely limited for this event. I'm not kidding. They really are. They sell out very quickly. So everything discussed on this podcast, by the way, is either my opinion or it's Danielle's opinion. And it's really important. It's not to be taken as investing advice because I am not your financial advisor nor have I considered your personal situation as your fiduciary. So remember that. You're on your own here. This podcast is for your entertainment and education only, and I really hope you enjoyed it. <laughs>